0: Starting things off was Bong Rips for Jesus with the song Jesus Has Resin. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know the band's name is a play off of a 2007 U.S. Supreme Court case, Morris versus Frederick, Bong Hits for Jesus?
1: I had no idea. No you do. Very interesting. And then we went into Citizens Against People with the song Great Time to Die.
0: That's right.
1: Do you remember? I don't know. It was a long time ago. We discussed. You posed the question about if, I think Dr. Phil exploits people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Mm-hmm. On his show, yeah. And we kind of went back and forth, and
0: it was. I think we were talking about that came from uh, when the uh, the guy that made bomb fights. Went on there and dressed as Doctor Phil and said that.
1: Oh yeah, that's right.
0: They both they both exploit, you know, people for money. Yeah. For yeah, so
1: yeah. Um, so I came across this article on Loudwire, mm-hmm. and the title caught my attention. Okay. Poor catfished woman on Doctor Phil thinks Nikki Six and Brett Michaels are fighting over her. <laughs> Um, so I guess this aired last week, Mm -hmm. um, viewers will meet a woman who thinks she's engaged to Brett Michaels and also has, and is also tight with Nikki Sixx and the two are fighting over each other. (laughs) Um, let's see. We speak eight to ten times a day, mainly through text. Tina continued about her channel of communication with who she believes is Six. He can't talk on the phone because his management won't allow it. <laughs> Not sure that works like that. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Six did send her a photo holding his driver's license, and Tina said they video chatted very briefly, but she couldn't understand what he was saying because their connection was so bad. But it gets worse. Vivian, Tina's friend, says that Tina's also being conned and catfished by an imposter posing as Brett Michaels. <laughs> yes, that's right. Tina believes that not one, but two famous rock stars are actually fighting over her. <laughs> um, not only does she believe she's in a relationship with Brett Michaels, they are engaged. That's
0: funny. Two beat rock stars. Um, at, least, at least pick some good ones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they eventually took an oath over the Bible that they would be devoted to each other, and the supposed poison frontman proposed. <laughs> I said yes. Tita, Tina said excitedly,
0: "This is asinine, right?" Yeah.
1: So that's where I don't know. I don't. Know. When Nikki found out I was talking to Brett, he was not happy. um during the episode the real six will actually address tina face to face and the real michaels will send her an actual video of himself i mean i'm sure they ended up fighting over each other on dr phil
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think dr phil dr phil's writers fucking dreamt this whole thing up get ratings (laughs)
1: they're all actors yeah (laughs) maybe
0: more of dr phil's exploitations
1: (laughs) i don't know i you know it kind of makes me sad that she she really thinks that she's engaged to Brett michaels yeah it's also really sad to me that she would want to be engaged to Brett michaels (laughs) right
0: yeah maybe she can tell the world what is under that bandana
1: it's, it's it's so funny. You know do what's you,
0: under there? What? Doctor Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You, I'm the you, one to talk about.
1: <laughs> do you remember the? Yeah, but you don't hide it. No. Um, with fake hair. <laughs> um, do you remember the one-off festival we went to mm-hmm. in Ohio? I do. And the closing act was Bret Michaels. Uh-huh. And (laughs) everyone like rushed to the stage, and we were the only people like walking out of the venue when they started.
0: (laughs) We climbed a twelve foot fence to get out. We did in flip flops. Yeah, you had (laughs) those on. Well,
1: yeah. And then we ran down the highway because we were lost. Yeah,
0: that was fun though.
1: And I'm sure people thought that you were trying to catch me to murder me, but nobody stopped to help me. No, they didn't care because I was running in front of you. And we were running like maniacs. Yeah.
0: The place we were in, uh, yeah, the place we were in Ohio, that probably was a common scene. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we have some tunes to play. All right. First up is Hellraiser from North Carolina with the song Soothsayer.
0: Yeah. And then we're going to hear Rest Eternal by Naska the Void, and this is coming to us from Chuck Beebe. Thanks for submitting, and uh, Chuck also does a comic strip in Decibel Magazine called Stone Cold Lazy. See you So you have a birthday coming up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not not too long away. Yeah. Um we mentioned it a little bit on the last episode, right? Yeah. Uh so I was thinking about do you remember as a kid like thinking about can we can we say how old you're turning? Sure. Okay. So like if you're a kid, a teenager even, if you think about someone that's 40, that's like ancient, right?
1: Well yeah, that's like my mom's age. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> that's like like a,
1: as a teenager, my mom being like forty, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And now it's funny like when you get to that like like I said on the last one, in I don't know, less than a year and a half I'll be um fifty. Yeah. And uh
1: I don't yeah. you carry 50 very well <laughs> i know you're not there yet but i'm just saying
0: uh but like i it's weird because like like when you're a kid you think about these adults the old people they get it all figured out they they know shit and and like then you get there and you're like
1: they didn't know anything they're <laughs> fucked up just like
0: <laughs> everyone's fucked up i still feel like a more responsible version of like my mentality when I was a teenager, kind of. Well, that's good. It is, I guess. But it's weird, you know.
1: I feel pretty good about this milestone. Good. Um, You should. I would not redo my 20s. No. I maybe would not redo the first half of my 30s. I don't know. Like 35 hit me kind of hard. Like, I don't, I woke up on my 35th birthday and was like, oh my God, I'm an adult and I'm responsible for myself.
0: Yeah. You, you, you but keep like, saying that to me, but like, you're, you were that person at nine years old.
1: I know. I was so responsible. And <laughs> be like, oh, it's nine o'clock. I have to go to bed. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like what kid tucks himself in? <laughs> me. Your mom's up partying and you're like tucking yourself in. <laughs> yeah. Let me pack my briefcase for tomorrow.
1: (laughs) 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 Yep, that's me. Always
0: nerdy. I don't think you were ever a kid.
1: I've always been super responsible. Mm. I Mm. don't know. Mm. Just kind of ingrained in me. Yep. So, So, since we're on the topic of mom... We okay. all know that she passed away. hmm And I've been battling with the insurance company for months. First, they denied her palliative care. She was in the hospital for a little bit. mm mm-hmm. uh, Had to go through all that rigmarole. hmm Got that approved. And then they sent me paperwork that her hospice care had been denied. Mm-hmm because she didn't get pre-authorization. So I called and I had my claim number and the woman on the other end of the phone asked me if I could have my mom sign the appeal form and send it back. Yeah. Cool. So today, we're still in that battle, by the way. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, But today we check the mail and we have something from her insurance company that says earn a $50 gift card for taking care of your health. Mm -hmm. So it's this form that you fill out and you go take a breathing test Mm -hmm. and you'll be entered to win a $50 gift card.
0: Mm -hmm. You should bring the urn there to take the breathing test. (laughs)
1: Like, how insulting is that? So, That's when, terrible. I, when I was on the phone about the hospice conversation, I had to tell that woman three times that my mom had died. Mm-hmm. Three times. Mm-hmm. Like, there is an end date on her hospice care form. Yeah. What do you think happens yeah. after hospice?
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think uh, they must just be so detached that it just doesn't register uh, you know?
1: I guess but come on <laughs> I know I know it's crazy
0: it's ridiculous
1: anyways <clears throat> on to funner things
0: I have something funner
1: yeah more funner okay um,
0: <laughs> and, and this was gonna tie into your getting older but you're aging very well mm-hmm. okay okay but this story that I found is hilarious and um The headline of the story is confused, jealous wife stabs husband after seeing herself (laughs) in younger photos. And the whole, uh, so the, the premise of the whole story, I won't read the article, but this woman was looking through her husband's phone and found old pictures of herself with her husband, but it didn't recognize herself. And so she stabbed her husband. Because she thought he he was cheating on her with some other woman, but it was really her. Apparently much slimmer than she is. I
1: got to call fake news on that.
0: It's real. It's on the (laughs) internet. (laughs) (laughs) This is from the Yucatan magazine. Okay. No, I guess it's a real article. There's There's a mugshot of her. That can't be fake, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no but I thought that was hilarious yeah like yeah I don't know could you uh, yeah I don't know could you ever I remember I don't think
1: I've ever changed that much throughout time that I would never not recognize recognize myself
0: I think I did as like an early teen like I see er, pictures of myself as an early teenager like that you have never seen and, like, I look very different. <laughs> there was a few years during my, like, I think between, like, 14 and <laughs> and 15 that I was very pretty looking. You were a teenage sex icon. And then all of a sudden I become this fucking broke-ass bitch. <laughs> 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 looks like the hills have eyes
1: you know what let's play some tunes (laughs) all right
0: Um, and that was off of their 1989 demo We Deliver Uh, odd thing about that is that song number 4 and song number 5 appear to be the same song but they have two different (laughs) titles so that was song number 4 or song number 5 which was either self-censored or look at yourself and Another interesting fact about this band was that Cannibal Corpse played their first show with them on March 22nd, 1989 at River Rock Cafe in Buffalo alongside Dark Angel and Baphomet. Cool. This is according to Metal Archives.
1: Which is always right.
0: Always right.
1: So I'm on Ranker and um, there's this article... Real lawyers describe their wildest moments in court. Mm. And this one um, got called for jury duty, was at the jury selection phase, and they asked if anyone here thinks they should not, blah, blah, blah. Um, I raised my hand. The defending lawyer looked at me like, oh, this ought to be good, and asked me to explain. I suggested I tell them in private. He insisted I tell the courtroom. I said okay, I probably shouldn't be on this jury because I was on a previous jury for this man which returned a guilty verdict. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Lawyer's face went, oh shit, everyone goes home and they start over. <laughs> wow. That's funny.
0: <laughs> um, you would think, so, yeah, so the selection process must be completely random and not if... Yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, you would think that they would have already kind of vetted that.
0: But what would the chances be, like, statistically, (laughs) that (laughs) the jury member would be someone that was on this person's...
1: Last trial. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) This next one is called Didn't Leave a Mark. (laughs) Not me, but my former law partner. She was in court representing a client... I think in a hearing for a protective order against her soon-to-be ex-husband, our client was telling the judge that when they met to exchange the children for visitation, the ex had kicked her. (laughs) He immediately angrily shouted, she can't prove it. I didn't leave a mark.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That reminds me of, uh, do you remember like in the you don't see this now, I don't think, but like in the older cop shows or movies um, from like the 70s or 80s, they would, uh, if they didn't, they wanted to like interrogate someone and get him to confess to something and they didn't want to leave marks on them, they'd put a phone book like on their head or on their face and punch the phone book.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. No, I never heard that. Yeah,
0: so it didn't leave a mark.
1: <laughs> never heard that. Yeah,
0: man, they did that shit. Yeah. <laughs> They got some confessions that way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, here's one more. All right. <laughs> person I was representing was on trial for assault in the third degree in a DUI. Um, in my state, A3 means you've assaulted an aid worker or police officer, and it's a felony. The allegations are that he was very verbally offensive to the officers and at one point kicked one in the face. We're sitting at the defendant's table in... The officer is testifying about the statements my guy made to him, including some pretty horrific name-calling. Out of nowhere, my client screams, You're a fucking liar. Fuck you, you son of a bitch. (laughs) We lost the trial. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's
0: great.
1: Have you ever watched that show? Um, I don't know what it's called, but it's like... Like, in court, things go like crazy. People Uh. are like, like
0: yeah it's is it like an offshoot of like the world's dumbest criminals or sh- something like that
1: kind of but this is like actual events that in happen court. in court yeah. that are like crazy yeah. where I know what like you're families about. are like attacking people mm-hmm. like the yeah mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy yeah I can imagine that stuff gets very emotionally charged
0: yeah yeah definitely
1: speaking of court, we've been watching a very cool Werner Herzog series on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I watched the first uh, season without you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you were like, hey, wait, you heard his voice. You heard Werner's voice. And you were like, is that Werner? <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden you were all interested in well, my I'm true crime. enamored by the Werner,
0: <laughs> the Vern man.
1: Um, but he interviews people on death row, I think in Texas. Yeah. I think it's isolated to, te- to Texas, isn't it? It seems like
0: it, yeah. And it was from, like, uh, 2013, I think, right?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But he's so funny. He's so pragmatic in his response mm-hmm. and his questions. Uh-huh. Like, well, why did you do that? <laughs> but, like, why? Yeah. But why? Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I like when he quotes people. Yeah. He's like, this reminds me of Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She said, Don't trust those men with a perfect smile. Yeah. And perfect teeth. Yeah. And, and he was referring to some guy that had fucking butter teeth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Shall we?
0: Yeah. You know, we have to get Jesse Weil back to do a Werner impression because my Werner impression just now was fucking awful.
1: I feel like everybody's going forward is awful compared to jesse's like he He nailed nailed it it. (laughs) (laughs) all right up next is a black doom metal band from california Deliria, with the song bad faith
0: and then after that we're gonna hear vampire from sweden with the song rex which happens to be off of the album rex
2: Isolated, intentions concealed, a blessing of evil, a crowd of hope, a trace of farewell in a world of ultimate tragedy. This is Robert Venu in Immolation, and you're listening to Ken and Jen on Grim Dystopian Podcast. <laughs>
0: I have been struggling with a birthday gift idea for you.
1: But why? It's all made up.
0: It's all made up. You're right.
1: No need to strunkle. Strunkle. Strunkle.
0: I also got lucky too because your birthday is four days after Valentine's Day, so I don't have to acknowledge that. Indeed. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So you know,
1: Valentine's Day is. Really, really, all made up. Yeah, I've never liked Valentine's Day. I know,
0: because you're like, this is interfering with my birthday. Yeah,
1: totally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so the, uh, I guess a lot of the airlines have suspended the inflate alcohol. Really? Why? Um, to limit exposure between. I guess the... Oh, contact between uh, yeah.
1: air flight attendant. yeah Okay. So
0: as a side effect to that, they have a ton of excess alcohol, right? Yeah. So American Airlines has... This week has announced a new program called American Airlines Flagship Sellers. And uh, it is a... Uh, Monthly, I guess you can buy it individually or as a monthly plan for uh, wine, a wine service that's delivered monthly.
1: Don't they only carry like the little like single serve?
0: No, I think that's uh, liquor, like hard liquor. But I think the, like the wine comes out of actual bottles. Huh. So they have the service that's uh, $99 a month.
1: Uh, that's pretty pricey.
0: Yeah, um, it says like their tickets. Yeah, it says the um, they have single bu- single wine bottle offerings that range from thirteen to forty dollars, and the most expensive offering is a three hundred dollar three pack of champagne.
1: So you pay ninety nine dollars a month, but you could get three bottles of thirteen dollar. Wine?
0: I yeah, I guess. Yeah, they're probably not going to send you the, the $300 bottles, <laughs> right? But I don't know. What weird fucking times we're living in. I know. Where American <clears throat> Airlines is having a, a fucking monthly wine service. I know. To stay afloat. So that's what you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to see your Toxie eye. <laughs> Um, so just for people listening that don't know what we're talking about, um, when when she drinks wine for some reason, one of her eyes, not it's like the actual socket, descends on her face, on her skull. It's <laughs> not the eye gets lazy or droops. It's like the whole socket like descends about an inch or two. All right. And she looks like the Toxic Avenger. And one time she took it upon herself to do a side-by-side picture of herself and Toxie while drinking wine while drinking wine and it was like the best it's, fucking picture I've ever seen it's in my
1: evident life. <laughs> there's That's no so denying good. it <laughs> it's so fucking good <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right this has been a shorter show but are you ready to wrap it up I am and play two tunes and ride off into the sunset yes one eye lower than the other <laughs> All right, so first up, we're going to hear Postulence from Australia with the song Gateways to Enigma One.
1: And then we're going to end with Molten with the song Rising Embers. Until next time.
0: Stay safe.
1: Stay healthy.
0: Don't be an asshole.
1: And don't let the wine eye bring you down. We are going to go into Hellraiser from North Carolina with the song Soothsayer. (laughs) 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 It's the best.